Happy holidays. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, and there's a lot to get to. So stay tuned to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your conductor, Anthony Smith. And that show starts next. Anthony Smith here with A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your conductor. Just want to let you know that this podcast is listener supported. That's right, driven by you, the listener, who wants to support. So click on that support button down there. You have three options, 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. We'll get your ad rent on this podcast. So click the support button. Your support will be greatly appreciated. Once again, Anthony Smith with the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Hey, what's happening? It's Rick Thomas with Running the Table, and you already know you are on board the A-Train. Hang on for the ride. Welcome to the 97th episode of the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. I'm happy to be here with you. Yes, it has been a long weekend, Christmas weekend. Hope everybody had safe and happy holiday season, safe and happy Christmas. It's been a long week. A lot has happened. NBA got started. Bowl games happening. Just a lot to get to. And yes, I'm going to try to bring you all up to date. Yes, there have been bowl games. I know what you're thinking. Pandemic season. Who really cares about bowl games? But just imagine those who played in those bowl games, those kids who played in those bowl games. Yes, we call them kids, young men, whatever you want to call them. Think about the thrill they had. Think about the season that was. Think about all the postponements that took place, not knowing if you were going to play from one week to the next, not knowing if your game was going to be canceled, postponed, rescheduled. And the culmination for some of these are bowl games. We also find out that the Army was going to be playing the ball game after it looked like they weren't. To me, I still say it was a travesty. You shouldn't have had to warn about if the Army was going to play in the ball game. Their record speaks for itself. But, oh, yes, we do have something, a lot to get to. And, yes, I'm going to do my best to bring you up to speed. Uh, game that was early this week, December 21st, bowl game, Appalachian State against North Texas State. And, yes, we do have some highlights from that. Really first onto the scene this season, Peoples is in there now, and he gets the call around that outside edge. He's got the first down. Love to do that. Can he evolve and be a feature back? That's what you want to see. Peoples. Zach Thomas has to finish the dance, though. That's right. They pitch it over to Peoples. Damn, Peoples will finish the day. That's right. right there. That's right. When you got a big running back like that, just feed him. To the top of your screen. They'll just give it to Peoples. Hey, that's not a bad decision. Cameron Peoples. Touchdown App State. Zach Thomas out of the pistol with Cameron Peoples. This is Peoples again, again going to the house. This time, 62 yards. You could see the exasperation. You could see the confusion of just trying to get to the game. 
It was the most we, we might think it. Camp yeah. people is gonna go again here. <laughs> yeah. Camp people's just having a day, y'all. He's gonna score another touchdown. Oh my gosh. They called him out at the one. Oh, they come on. No flags this time. Gonna get in motion. Hey. Peoples, there you go. <laughs> Fourth touchdown for Cam Peoples tonight. Call it a good, a good game, but it also, it's like watching a bunch of quarterbacks out here throwing those flags. <laughs> Uh-oh, Peoples. Touchdown. Yep. That's five touchdowns for Cameron Peoples. Yep, that's right. You heard it. Appalachian State. Blown out. North Texas State. Cameron Peoples Show. If I can pull that back up. Yes, there we go. Appalachian State comes away with the victory in their bowl game against North Texas State in the Myrtle Beach Bowl by a score of 56 to 28. Uh, the leaders in that game, top performers, quarterback Jason Beans from University of North Texas was 21 of 36 for 251 yards, two TDs. However, the star of the show, Cameron Peoples. App State, 22 carries, 317 yards of rushing, 5 TDs. Top receiver, Austin Agnamakan, University of North Texas State, 7 receptions, 131 yards, and 1 touchdown. Which takes us to our next game, which was also on Monday, December the 21st. Actually, it was Tuesday, December the 22nd. It was a battle of can't get no respect, BYU. Taking on UCF from the AAC. Top performers in that game, quarterback from BYU, Zach Wilson, 26 of 34 for 425 yards, three TDs. Running back, Tyler Algier, BYU, 19 carries, 173 yards, one touchdown. And receiver, Isaac Rex, BYU, five receptions, 96 yards, and two touchdowns as well. So, how did that game between BYU and UCF turn out? Well, we're going to find out right now. Two safeties out for UCF, Richie Grant, Aaron Robinson, two outstanding players now with the team. And here goes Wilson. He's to the 10, to the 5. Stretching it for the goal line. Give him six. 
him. Look at this. Nobody in the middle of the field gets the center out on the middle linebacker, and then it's all about Zach Wilson. Really where they happen, so they're going to have to do a, a huge task tonight with this offense. The razzle-dazzle back to Wilson going deep. Passes caught. Touchdown, Isaac Rex. For BYU, he said we, we do a lot of things formation wise. We do a lot of things to move the eyes of the defense, and you see how they're breaking down in three. BYU can get that first down just inside the one yard line. This time, Wilson keeps it himself. It's a nice block on the edge from Brady Christensen. Their one man wall leads his quarterback into the end zone. You see walk-in touchdown here, pull the guard around here. And an easy walk-in for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson needs 10 yards to reach 3,500 at BYU this season. And he just picked it up and did so. Not only does he have 3,500 passing yards this year, you can give him another touchdown pass. 32 on the season as Isaac Rex is seen right down the middle. And nobody's there. And you got the corner play. Good Jeff Brown locked the coordinator. A lot of credit. He has dialed up some good ones. A couple trick plays here and there, too. It worked as well. Wilson will throw. The arm strength lays it right in there. Powell with the touchdown catch. 35 yards. And what a throw from Zach Wilson. It's not even looking yet. Look at this. It's almost, this is what we call hugging the ceiling as a quarterback. You drop that thing in there. So, yes, there you have it. BYU 49-23 winner over UCF. Now, we might not get to all these highlights because, like I say, we have a lot to get to. We're going to get to as much as we can. There were some other bowl games that were played. As Tulane, another school from the AAC, was in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The game between BYU and UCF was the Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That game was played in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which pitted Nevada against Tulane. Nevada comes away with a 38-27 victory. Top performers in that game were Carson Strong, Nevada, 22 of 28 passing for 271 yards, six touchdowns. Correction, five touchdowns. Top uh, rusher in that game, Cameron Carroll of Tulane, 10 carries on 120 yards, one touchdown, and top receiver, Toa Tua from Nevada, six receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown. As we move on, Georgia Southern took on Louisiana Tech. 
Georgia Southern routes Louisiana Tech 38-3 in the New Orleans Bowl. Shea Wirtz had three touchdown runs and threw a 65-yard scoring pass to help Georgia Southern. Yes, that score was 38 to 30. I mean, 38 to 3 was the final in that game. So if you don't think these bowls are important to some, yes, I know we are having opt-outs, but some schools that never that rarely get a chance to play, they're taking advantage of it, and they're making the most of it. Here's Georgia Southern against Louisiana Tech. Well, they've done it well today. 211 total yards offense, 130 on the ground, and Wurtz is going to keep it himself. Shy Wurtz shows some bust and a touchdown for Georgia Southern. 37-yard score for Wurtz. And right now, the Eagles are doing what they want to this Louisiana Tech. And watch out in the perimeter. They're getting ready. This is just a speed option. So this is one player they're looking at out in the perimeter. And watch him bite up on the pitch man. Number four, quarterback sees that. He's got daylight. Then Shy Woods gets to put that speed on display. All because they took the conflict player. They are built to shred. Look at the big fella get after it. I have oh, been a big goats. Hit your solo slash. I've been a big proponent, Matt, of the thick six. Big men intercepting balls for touchdowns. That's a thick six string right there if I've ever seen it. And, yes, talking about having fun on the sidelines. Where did they get the electric guitar from? Anyway, that was. Georgia Southern down in Louisiana Tech, 38-3, Shy Wirtz. What a player. Next game pitted another team from the American Athletic Conference, only this time with a better result as Memphis. Look like the only bright and shining star from the American Athletic Conference in their bowl game. Comes away with the 25-10 victory over Florida Atlantic. How about the Pacific Islanders? Yes, that would be Hawaii. In their bowl game. Taking on the Houston Cougars. Come away with a 28 to 14 victory in their bowl game. Matter of fact, if I'm correct, I think this is the first time playing a bowl game in the States. I hope I am correct in that. I heard the announcers state that. So let's bring you some highlights from their impressive bowl victory. If we can effort that right now, and here we go. All the backs are ready to send this one deep. 
It'll be fielded at inside the 10 by Turner. Turner cuts back, and he's got a lane to the outside, just a kicker to beat. Turner still on his feet, and no one's going to get him. Well, we asked how Hawaii would respond, and Calvin Turner said, right here, let me step up. I got you, coach. You kick it off, and, you know, and it's Calvin Turner's Hawaii's most explosive player. There's no doubt about it. I love his patience on that kickoff return as he brings it up the field. Great vision, and then the cutback here is just dynamite. Speed, vision, everything you want. And, yeah, there were highlights from... Hawaii versus, yes, Houston. And we're moving right along. As that game was played on that game was played on Thursday December 24th which was Christmas Eve that was the New Mexico Bowl being played in Texas which takes us to December the 25th The game between Buffalo and Marshall, two teams that had decent seasons this year as Marshall came in with a 7-2 and two record while Buffalo came in with a 5-1 and one record. And that game was entertaining to say the Actually, it was more of a defensive battle as the Sparks were not flying offensively. Here's the handoff. Touchdown. And Marshall backed out of it. You're right. That's what you have to do. So Evans gets the touchdown. Or Marks gets the touchdown. And that gives the herd. They'll have about a minute and nine seconds when they get the ball. Watch all these guys up front here from Marshall. They just got to stand up and get pushed back in. Let them have the touchdown. And now you got a minute 10 here for Grant Wells and this offense to work. And the reason there's not that many highlights because it was not a high-scoring affair as Buffalo concludes their season with the victory upending Marshall 17-10 to 10 was the final in that one. Which brings us, well, up to December the 26th, a game that went in to overtime. Two teams that didn't want to lose, two teams that had something to prove. Yes, I'm talking about Liberty versus Coastal Carolina. Two teams with impressive victories. 
One team ranked number 12 coming in to the game. Two teams that had outstanding seasons that actually captured the eyesight of the American public. Wondering if one of them little boys could crack the big dance with the big boys. Not going to happen. But heck, why not play them against each other? Very entertaining game. Back and forth. And we will pull up those highlights and let you see just how that game turned out. We're about to pull that up like right now. Here we go. Coastal Carolina against Liberty. And Hugh Freeze is going to play for a last-second field goal to get out of Orlando with his second straight bowl victory. Oh, but Kelly this time drifts into the end zone, lost the football. The ball came out. Unbelievable. Now let's see who has it. Coastal Carolina recovers. What is Jerome Jackson, number 88, even doing in there? That's the question. And I'm not so sure we see any evidence that that ball penetrated the very front part of that end zone. Two for two tonight is Barbier on the way. Can he sneak it in? And he does. To force a second overtime, a 42-yard field goal attempt from the right hash. Massimo Biscardi. Kick was blocked, and Liberty's going to win it. The Flames find a way in overtime, and Hugh Freeze celebrates. What a finish in Orlando. And James just got a big mid on it. Swatted that field goal away. Elijah James is the hero. And that was the mortgage cure bowl. Won by the Liberty Flames on a blocked field goal in overtime. That was the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl, won by Liberty by the final score of 37-34. Moving right along, number 19, Louisiana, the Raging Cajun. Going up against University of Texas San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Louisiana comes away with a 31-24 victory. Top performers in that game, Frank Harris, UTSA. 31 of 21 for 208 yards passing, two touchdowns. Top rusher, Elijah Mitchell of University of Louisiana, 19 carries, 127 yards, one touchdown. Top receiver, Zakari Franklin, University of Texas San Antonio, five receptions, 115 yards, and one touchdown. And that game was played on Christmas Day as well. 
and that was the Serpro First Responder Bowl. Yes, there are a lot of bowls. In the Lending Tree Bowl, it was Georgia State. Well, the state of Georgia is looking good in these bowl games. Georgia State knocked off Western Kentucky by a final score of 39-21. And as of now, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, I am sure right now, is supposed to be Army against someone to be determined. As is the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. And that looks like it's saying canceled. Uh, however, the bowl schedule coming up. Number 21, Oklahoma State will be taking on number 18, Miami, in the Cheez-It Bowl on Tuesday, December 29th. Uh, number 20, Texas. Their 6-3 record will be taking on Colorado, coming in at 4-1. That will be in the Valero Alamo Bowl. And right now, it looks like the New Era Pinstripe Bowl has been canceled on Wednesday, December the 30th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. We'll pit, number, we'll pit 4 and 4 Wake Forest against 3 and 3 Wisconsin in Duke's Mayo Bowl. Also, in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number six, Oklahoma, going up against number seven, Florida. And thus far, I'm showing a game that is canceled between number 15, Iowa, going up against Missouri for the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Uh, Tuesday, December 31st. Number 24, Tulsa, is slated to take on Mississippi State. I can't figure that one. Uh, three and seven, Mississippi State. What are they even doing in a bowl game? Also on December the 31st, in the Alpha Pad Arizona Bowl, 6-1 Ball State taking on, on number 22 and unbeaten San Jose State. And here we go with Army now. Here we go. Here we go. Also, in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, we'll see 9-2 Army going up against 5-4 West Virginia. And in the Macari Bowl, the Macari Texas Bowl, 3-7 Arkansas will be going up against 6-4 TCU. And this game, Friday, January the 1st. A New Year's Six Bowl. How about number eight Cincinnati from the AAC? Undefeated, going up against seven and two Georgia. That game ought to be a dandy. The line on that right now is Georgia minus seven. I'm gonna call the upset on that one. Cincinnati minus three. Also in the Verbo Citrus Bowl. 
6-4 Auburn going up against 14-ranked Northwestern. Then for the FBS. How about number four, Notre Dame against number one, Alabama. And that line is already starting at 19 and a half, minus 19 and a half for Alabama. And later on that day, number three, Ohio State against number two, Clemson. And the line on that is Clemson at seven and a half, minus seven and a half. So what I'm going to do right here now is I'm getting up close to a break. So I'm going to go ahead and take that break. And when I come back, I'm going to shift gears and... Whatever comes to mind is what I'll talk about. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. The Ace Transport Talk Podcast, your conductor, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith here with Ace Transport Talk Podcast, your conductor. Just want to let you know that this podcast is listener supported. That's right, driven by you, the listener who wants to support. So click on that support button down there. You have three options 99 cents a month. $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month will get your ad rent on this podcast. So click the support button. Your support will be greatly appreciated. Once again, Anthony Smith with the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Want to enhance your workout? Try the workout bands everyone is talking about. Three different resistance levels. Light, medium, and heavy. Only at www.cakeybums.com Dot com. That's www.cakeybums.com. www.cakeybums.com to enhance your workout with the resistance bands that everyone is talking about. Hey, what's happening? It's Rick Thomas with Running the Table, and you already know you are on board the A train. Hang on for the ride. Welcome back to the A-Trade Sports Talk Podcast, and we are getting ready to shift into a different direction as we are going to go ahead and look at the association known as the NBA. Yep, that's right. The NBA is back. And yes, there were games played on Christmas Day. However, I do not have those highlights. So, sorry. Not so sorry. But how about the Mavericks putting a beat down on the Clippers. You want to hear something? And it may sound far-fetched and crazy. But now when you stop and think about it, it is said that Luka Doncic is the second coming of LeBron James. Is that something with the top rated app that you want to believe is that something that you could phantom yourself to say when i heard it i was like what but then again you have to stop and think and look at what he has done thus far i mean before he got injured last year 
he was in consideration for league MVP. But I told you, Mavericks beat the Clippers the other day, 124 to 73 by 51 points. Let's take a listen at how this turned out. Trying to go back out to Batum on that pass by Paul George. Luka down low to a trailing Josh Richardson who glanced at the rim from three-point territory but takes it inside and can score three anyway. Going to be on Luka. Nice pass over to Richardson. And good concept. And it looked like his career was just about done in Charlotte last year, but a rebirth with the Clippers as Powell guides in the alley-oop pass from Luka. Rolling guy for this Mavericks offense. George, another throwaway. Richardson centers the break off to Luca, and Luca will glide to the rim. Leva flashed over to set the screen. Luca making his way down into the paint. He's looked good today. It scores again over Reggie Jackson. Running floor, Johnson. A lead for Jalen Brunson. A hard drive and pull up from the elbow. The chance points, and there's nothing wrong with it today. For the Mavericks up by 30 on this Brunson pull up and hit. So there's no stopping this guy as big as he is once he starts going downhill. Well, that graphic is Brunson. Nice lob to Collie Stein. Was very much which of these is unlike the other. See the pass from Brunson, perfect setup for Kali Stein. There's man, no good, and Kali Stein rising over Zubats to secure the rebound, and then finds Dorian Finney Smith and Kali Stein follows him in on the fast break and slams it home with a foul. Face <laughs> get talked about him running the floor, got rewarded that time. Any kind of basket here makes it a 40 point second quarter lead for the Mavericks. Wow, spin move, drive, and there's that hoop. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson attacking at that big fourth quarter. Richardson controls it. Give it to me. Trey Bird for three. He does. Thank you, Trey. There's your 50-point advantage right there. His three he just made puts the Clippers at two for 22 on threes in today's game. Answer by Dallas, though. Stared out three by Josh Richardson. Can really light it up off the bounce that time. Stepping into the three. Playing with tremendous confidence. 108-63, Mavs lead. They led by 50 at the half, by 51 at one stage early in the fourth quarter. Here goes Brunson. He finds the cutting Wesson 1-2 for the slam. And that were your highlights from Dallas. And the L.A. Clippers. If you're the Clippers, that has to be total embarrassment. Also, Giannis Antetokounmpo missed a very crucial free throw. And here he is in the press conference addressing the issue. I haven't been a lot in that situation. I've been down the stretch uh, making uh, free, uh, free throws. But uh, um, you know that if you miss, that's it. And, uh, and obviously, like, you know, I'm upset about it. And, but you can't change it, so it's done. You know, I, I missed the, miss the second one. Um, hopefully, when I'm in the same position, I can make, make the next one. Uh, that's the mentality you got to have. But obviously, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of weight on your shoulder because, you know, if you miss, 
that's it for your team. And you know, I'm a winner. I want to do whatever it takes my team to win. Uh, but you know, you learn from every every situation that uh, basketball puts you in. Is is that a fun situation for you? Like, like I'm, I I literally can't think of many times that you've had that where you get that situation set to line with that, like the game on the uh, line. Fun, it's fun because you learn from it, you know. And uh, the more you're in situations like that, the more you can uh, succeed, you know. Uh, the more you can get the best out of uh, uh, moments like that. So I want to be in those moments. You know, I want to be down the stretch. I want to shoot the la- two last breaths. I want to shoot the last shot because. If you think about it, if you do that a thousand times, some of the times you're going to go in. You know, some, some of the times you're going to be the hero, and uh, some of the times you, you're going to miss. But uh, you learn from it. And that was Giannis Antetokounmpo after missing a critical free throw that could have sealed their victory for them and explaining the whole process. Yes, you will make some and you will miss some. And sometimes in those situations, you miss some key games, miss some key shots. So let's bring you up to speed as to what's going on in the association. And then I'm going to give you a good basketball story. We do have... Sunday's games and we have some finals as the New Orleans Pelicans knocked off the San Antonio Spurs 98-95 the New York Knicks they're playing basketball in New York Hmm. how about the Knicks knock off the Bucks 130-110 the Charlotte Hornets which this would have to be considered somewhat of an upset a couple of games into the season. Knock off the Nets by a score of 106 to 104. But let me back up. Let's go back to the Pelicans and the Spurs. And let's just see how that all played out. By DeRozan. All the way, Zion on the hammer. Early offense for the Pels. I don't think they have pockets in those shorts. No, they don't. That's excellent advancement of the basketball by Lonzo. They score, get it out quick. You don't have to worry about Lonzo advancing. No, you do not. And that was Zion Williamson on the flush. Now let's get you to the Hornets and the Nets, because some have the Nets probably one of the teams to come out of the East. In the second half on Christmas Day. I'm stealing that word from Steve Nashes. He's used it so often. Durant, a three from the corner is good. Could have been a four-point play opportunity. passing by this Nets team. Getting to the second side from DeAndre. Here, 
five points thus far. He had a 42-point game, a career high in Charlotte's opener as Irving hits a bomb. He has been pulling from deep with efficiency. Been a facet of what the team has done defensively, and their success is the length that he brings. Durant using the length there on the offensive end. And good luck. I mean, what, what are you going to do against this? Bridges is trying to body with Durant. He's trying to... Three ribs out. Allen secures it. Jared Allen really shined on Christmas. Steve Nash glowing about him in the postgame. Irving breaking it down and finishing with the left hand. You put up a hand and just look at that. And, and you already saw how Roseau enthused by it. But I think the temperament of Irving and of Durant and as they talk about things and not being satisfied. Right on cue, Kevin Durant oh. from deep. And again, just swing it around, the ball movement. I've turned it over nine times in this first half. So maybe struggle with in the first half against Boston as well. Irving gets the step off one leg somehow. Finesses it in off the glass. Now watch how quick Gordon Hayward comes over at his his break. Definitely could have. Irving raises up, and there's that window again. And, and that's was <laughs> just such a sight to see. All of having their way getting into the paint. Here's Irving straight on three. He got it. Twenty points now for Irving. <laughs> Kyrie just stepping right into the shot. And there you have the highlights from the Nets-Hornets, a game once again in which the Hornets came away with a 106-104 victory. How about this one? Doc Rivers has to be feeling some kind of way. Cavaliers thrashed the 76ers. 118-94. Here's What a beat now. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts. So if you're Doc Rivers, what are you saying to your team right now? You are not supposed to get beat and manhandled this way. So let's see how this all played out for Philly. injury that injury kept him out of a season opener and again he did play 38 minutes last night of double overtime win at Detroit as yet another three oh my goodness from JaVale McGee are you kidding me and that was JaVale McGee of all people knocking down a three in that game once again Cavaliers knocked off the 76ers 118.94. And to round out the Sunday's games, the Pacers knocked off the Celtics by one, 108 to 107. There's still much more to get to, but what I'm going to do as far as your NFL talk, I'm actually going to come back again tomorrow. And I am going to bring you up to date on all the NFL action that has taken place. What I will tell you is there are some teams whose playoff hopes, even though I hate to say it, especially coming out of the NFC East, is still alive. Talking about that of Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants.
as the Cowboys basically all but eliminated the Philadelphia Eagles today. Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, because I can say that on my podcast, lost today to the Carolina Panthers. So the key game next week, the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Giants, if I'm correct. Keep in mind, the winner of the NFC East gets the playoff berth. I've been a big proponent. I don't think any team with a sub-500 record deserves a playoff berth. But who am I? I'm just a guy on a podcast running my mouth. But this is my 97th episode. And the reason I'm putting emphasis on that because I have some big plans for my 100th episode. That episode I plan on interviewing people. I'll go ahead and give you a name right now. Scott Styles will be one. That is definitely a confirmed one. And I'll be working on some other ones. But to those that listen to this podcast, I want to say thank you. I may make it big in this and I may not. But one thing I know is I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. I try to come across as informative give you what out there that's shaping the sports world give you the highlights I also try to entertain you the other reason I'm involved doing this is because there are other podcasters on social media and you get the opportunity to meet other people me being a people person that's what this is all about getting to meet other people and maybe collaborate someday with them. One day I may be on theirs, one day they may be on mine. But I'm coming up on episode 100 right around the corner. And I'm looking to have people on my podcast with me. What will we be talking about? Whatever comes to mind. But whatever it is, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be epic. But until the next time, stay safe, enjoy the holiday season. As far as I'm concerned, it's the Christmas season until the new year comes in. Stay safe. God bless. This is another episode of the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your conductor, Anthony Smith, in the books.